You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. Hello, Lion Game fans. Bing is we're doing, and we are doing a very another another after show for <laughs> the Lion Game season two, episode six. I'm your host Kathy Kelly, and joining me is the lovely I'm Danica Kennedy, and uh, we have a jam packed recap for tonight. There was so much going on in this episode. So much going on that we couldn't pick a couple topics. We have to go through (laughs) all the topics. Yes. We'll make it through. There was a lot of drama. I thought that the love square and the love triangle were gone. We got them back and we got like another love square from high school with Ted and Kristen and Alec and Rebecca and it's just, it's a mess. It's just getting more tangled up with the relationships. They they need to make a chart where it says all of them and kind of, you know, <laughs> link them together who's hooked up with who. Mm-hmm. We need like a family tree thing going on. It definitely is a teenage soap opera, but a really good one. Yes. <laughs> it's addicting. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with our first topic of the night. Actually, before we get into that, I just wanted to mention real quick, was it just me or was... Um, Emma and Sutton both wearing the outfits that they wore the night before when Laurel fell off the wall. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. Sutton was in her black dress that she went out on the date with Ethan. Oh, and, and she was wearing Yeah, that. and she was wearing that all the next day. And Emma was also wearing the same pink shirt that she was wearing when she went to visit Laurel in the hospital. I get Do you why, think it's a whoops? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was a whoops, but it was either, like, I could understand Emma, like, she just drove back from LA. Maybe she hasn't unpacked yet. But Sutton, you would think Sutton would have a couple outfit changes during the day. Well, did she spend the night in the hospital with her family? Because then if she was there all night, then it makes sense. But I feel like she'd still be the type of girl to go home and change and shower and not continue to wear it all day long. Exactly. She doesn't care about Laurel that much. She might have just left at some point or the second she got home, she would change. Yeah. That's unlike her. I didn't notice that, though. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that black dress. <laughs> Just because I love that black dress so much. That's why I noticed it. It's hot. <laughs> um, so the love square is back in action. Emma and Thayer are back in Arizona. And they have some answers. They now know that Rebecca is the twins' mother. And... Um, It also prompts Ethan to kind of be cold to Sutton. He doesn't want anything to do with her now that Emma's back in town. And he still likes Emma. I know. You can totally tell. And we want that because she's the nicer one. But it's like, uh, you can't have all the guys and then Sutton's going to be even angrier. (laughs) I don't know who I want her to end up with. I kind of want her to end up with Ethan just because I feel like it's meant to be. But I know that Thayer's the better guy overall. Yeah. 
I feel like it's so bad. I want both guys with Emma just because I like Emma more. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, Sutton's not very nice. So she doesn't deserve anyone. But that's just weird. Yeah. Even in the episode, Sutton comes up to all three of them and she's like, what is this, a threesome or something? And I was like... Yeah, it kind of seems like it. <laughs> it is a nice gesture, though, that she did. Um, when she asked Ethan to the flip side formal, she sent him flowers, which I thought was actually very unlike Sutton. I get that she wanted to ask him, but I figured she would just kind of, in the Sutton way, assume that he was going to go with her. Yeah. Not I'm, make any grand gesture. Just ask or text, like, hey, you're coming with me or something. Yeah. I, I think she has a, like, warm side to yeah. her, and she does care about her family, and she does care about Ethan. She's just such a harsh, demanding personality that it's hard to see through that. Yeah. And she did text him where to get the corsage and <laughs> a couple hints, um, which maybe some guys need, but... Like, this is where you're going and what you're buying. Me. It was a little pushy. A little pushy. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely clear that Ethan has feelings for Emma. He was trying to battle them all episode. He's like, I don't have feelings, but you do. Yeah, he definitely does. Well, um, another dramatic love story is Ted and Kristen's. Yes. And we find out during this episode, um, you know, Kristen's still kind of hurt from learning about the affair that it did happen 17 years ago, but it's fresh in her mind since she just found out. And she then finds out on top of all of this that $20,000 is missing from one of their accounts. And she kind of is wondering, is Ted starting this affair back up with Rebecca? It's, it's weird timing. Yeah, and he was being sneaky about it. It wasn't just like, oh, I withdrawed like a bunch of money. It was like he was doing it secretly a little bit at a time so she wouldn't notice at the same timing as that. And when she find out about when she found out about that, she started seeing the divorce attorney again. Yeah. So that's you know, gonna mess things up even more. Well, it's, I mean, it's that principle, forgive and don't forget. And she was on the path to forgiveness, but she still doesn't trust him fully yet. So, I mean, I I agree with her. I definitely agree with her in this situation. If, you know, It's a lot of money. Guys, anyone, female, male, once a cheater, always a cheater. So I think that her, you know, skepticism is dead on. I think so, Even though it's probably the wrong reasons, which we find out later in the episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Kristen, clearly upset. And who better to console her than Alec? I know. Uh, Creepy, creepy Alec. (laughs) I was cringing during that scene when he came to the door with his wine bottle. And he was like, hey, want to hang out? I was like, "Uh uh-uh, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) And then... He comes in, and then they had that really awkward moment where it was like they were going to kiss, but they just kind of just... Did they kiss, or was it just like a... It was more of an intimate half-inch apart, let's stare at each other, and then like go away. So technically, it's not cheating, Mm -hmm. but it's still something. If I was dating a guy or married to someone or whatever, and they split a bottle of wine with someone else and got a centimeter away from the other person's face, I would have a problem. She seemed like she was into it. Oh, yeah. She liked it. They clearly have some history that we haven't found out about yet, and I definitely want to know more. Do you think they could have had an affair in the past? Well, they mentioned that, I think it was last episode, they mentioned um, that 
Kristen had feelings for him, but she never acted on it. At least according to her her diaries, her journals. Yeah, for her journals. Um, she never acted upon it, but she definitely had feelings. And it seems like Alec also had feelings, but he never acted on it because she thought that she was happy with Ted. Guess not. Ugh. Well, especially since not anymore. all the money problems and she's thinking about divorce, she probably was more... Mm-hmm. At- drawn to him and that's why she let him in in the first oh, yeah. place like whatever like my husband sucks anyways kind of thing and that that's what happened last time she was you know she was hurt because Ted was always gone last time he had an affair and she didn't realize that at the time but Alec is very opportunistic mm-hmm. and this is his second opportunity to get with Kristen and he is seizing it that and Alex him smart. In a yeah. I, creepy, but smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, honestly, I hate that I'm going to say this. He's been so creepy this season, but this episode, he was a lot less creepy. Yeah. I think knowing some of the things that we know now, I almost want... I, I, I'm going to take this back. I almost want him and Kristen to, like... Get together. Get together. Yeah, maybe they will, like, swap partners another love square. <laughs> oh, the drama. Is that part of the plan. Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably rescind that comment next episode, but well, they, these shows, they always make you want to believe. Oh, yeah. You know, they trick you. And so maybe they have him act really creepy, but he's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really know what his deal is yet. I still think he's super creepy and yeah. he obviously has something to do with the twin drama, but he might I don't think he's the murderer anymore, like I did four weeks ago. I know. And that was why he was so creepy, is because I thought that he was the one that was capable of murder out of any of these characters. And it turns out, I mean, we're led to believe right now that he's not the one that killed Derek. Um, But I don't know if he's capable of doing other malicious things. Yeah. So. It's the same. I feel the same about this show as Pretty Little Liars, where I'm like, this person's the murderer. And then the next week, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no way. This person is. (laughs) They always keep you on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Rebecca's scheming. She, there was a little bit less scheming this week, but she did make Sutton feel super guilty by saying she doesn't even know if she can trust her own daughter anymore. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, Rebecca, no one trusts you. You're the worst of them all. And I feel like it's just, you know, you know how capable you are of lying, so you're not going to trust anyone else. It makes sense, though. Since she plays people like that all the time, you wouldn't trust anyone. Yeah. But I was really confused about the whole dance scene with her and Emma. I couldn't tell. Did she know it was Emma, or did she not know? She knew halfway into it, once she got the text from Sutton. But and yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Though I yeah. was like, is she playing along with it, or is she? I was really confused yeah. by that part. We'll we'll talk about the dance later. Um, but her scheming also um, before the dance was telling Jordan that he had to take um, Laurel to the dance, which stirs up that love. Triangle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the reason why she says he had to do it, or he's she told him to do it was because she wanted intel on why Laurel climbed over the wall, which is understandable. She's worried that that Laurel is now in on this, and it's ironic because at the time, Laurel had no idea what was going on. Yeah. (laughs) She just wanted to find out why Sutton was 
everywhere at once. <laughs> yeah, and it's so sad because they keep saying like, oh, she's just boy crazy and chasing after him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's that her family's sketchy and she needs to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But it's convenient that they had that to fall back on as a lie. Mm-hmm. And it's working for everyone else except her. And I felt really bad for Mads yeah. in that whole scene. She was really upset. Turned to drinking again. I know. I mean, I I just want Mads to be happy. And we still don't know about Jordan's past. So I'm not so sure about their relationship yet. Um, what he's done that, you know, Rebecca could blackmail him about. Yeah. so I still have a feeling he's sketchy and we're going to find out more about him. Oh, yeah. I expected to learn more about him this episode actually, and mm-hmm. we didn't. So, I'm hoping we still find out soon, but who knows. <laughs> yeah. Only time will tell. There's only a few episodes left in this season, actually. So they better tell us. It's <laughs> really sad. I'm super bummed. Um, but... On the plus side, I can't give away too many details, but it looks like we will be having some guests from the show come on in the next couple weeks. Nice. So keep a lookout for that. And also, um, I just want to mention before we get back into talking about the line game, um, if you're watching us on uh, on AfterBuzzTV.com or if you're watching us on YouTube, then also take a minute to just go to iTunes, type in AfterBuzzTV, find the line game podcast, and subscribe to those podcasts. Um, also, rate and comment. We love to hear your feedback, whether it's good or bad. Um, but Again, we would love five stars. <laughs> that is always best. Um, but yeah, we we love to hear you know what you think about the Lion Game, the podcast itself, ways that we can improve, and um, we will give shout outs to anyone who comments. So um, please do that, and then also you know always comment on the YouTube feed. We look at those questions, and um, we'll get better about commenting back. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you want to mention Serial Buddies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Serial Buddies is Maria's new comedy movie that is coming out. It is produced by our very own CEOs, um, Maria Menounos and uh, Kevin Undergaro. He wrote and directed it. And it's a great comedy. It's absolutely hilarious. It's really different. Yeah. It's mixing up the murder horror genre with sort of dumb and dumber silly comedy. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. Be sure to check out the trailer and go see it. Yeah, um, if you head on over to SerialBuddies.com, you can check out the trailer. Um, and it was really exciting because we just announced yesterday that it is actually going to be out in select theaters in six cities across the country. So I think it's Chicago, San Francisco, L.A., New York, and... Boston. Boston. Thank you, nice. Marissa. <laughs> um, yes, so those are the six cities. Check out the dates. It is released March 8th, and it will will run till March 14th. And it's actually a really funny movie. I've seen it several times now, uh, just from I working here in the it. office. Yeah, it's hilarious. So you're definitely going to want to check it out. Um, so back to the line game. Uh, Laurel is struggling this entire episode. Mm. Um, as to, you know, she's wondering who she can trust at this point. She feels kind of betrayed by both Emma and Sutton, and she doesn't know whether to help out Emma or not. I was really happy that they started the episode off with Laurel, because remember last week I was like, they're just going to end it right there and then go to something else. But they actually started with her on the roof in the hospital discussing it, and she was so upset. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame her. Everyone's been lying to her left and right for the last few months. Yeah, But I think 
she is going to warm up to Emma more, realizing that Emma's the one that's been nice to her, that she's had a connection with, and Sutton's been the one that's been totally off guard, like, rude to her. Mm -hmm. So I think once she realizes that and sees how Sutton's plotting and figures out more and more of the details that Emma's getting warmer to finding, she's going to be like family to Emma more Mm -hmm. than Sutton, I think. I think what was more hurtful for Laurel to find out is that Emma and Sutton told other people. And they they didn't confide in her. And that is just one of the most hurtful things because you feel like they don't trust you or they have closer bonds with these other people and you feel left out. Like, it sounds stupid, but feeling left out almost, like, is just as bad as being betrayed. Totally. And, and if that happened feels. with your friends, you'd feel that way, too. Oh, like, yeah. if they told everyone but you, it's yeah. like, what the hell? I didn't do anything. Maybe I'm not a real me. friend. Yeah. And um, so Laurel is kind of coming to terms with this the entire episode. So I can totally understand why she was, at first, reluctant to help out Emma. But then, yeah, as you said, like, she started to realize, like, it wasn't that I had one bipolar sister. I actually had... I was, you know, talking to these two twins, and Emma was a nice one. Whenever someone was giving me advice or being, you know, the sisterly figure that I needed, that was Emma. And whenever someone was sabotaging me and calling me names and telling me I was a dork and not capable of getting guys, that was sudden. Yeah, (laughs) it's really sad, but true. Yeah. (laughs) Should clear things up, though, for her, because she must have thought that Sutton was bipolar or something this whole Mm -hmm. time, because she was so all over the place with how nice she was and how mean she was. Mm -hmm. So she Um, she figured it out. Yeah, she definitely did. She was catching on pretty quickly. Um, Not quick enough, though. Yeah, I'm still surprised the parents (laughs) haven't caught on. (laughs) Well, I, I think that they realized how crazy Sutton is over the last 17 years and they just kind of thought it was They're normal behavior. Yeah. They they didn't think twice about it. Um, although I'm sure they will be completely shocked when it is actually revealed eventually. I wonder if Ted will be shocked because I don't I, know I, if I don't he know what knows. Ted knows, yeah. And that's one of the things I want to talk about in predictions. What does Ted know? I know. Um, so one really touching moment that Um, happened between Emma and Laurel was Emma said to Laurel and this is something we've been wondering pretty much the entire season um, Emma said to Laurel I see you as a sister like I feel like you're my sister and one of the things that we've been wondering is are the Mercers going to be able to accept Emma into their family once this is all over I think Laurel will for sure Mm -hmm. And I feel like Kristen will, too, but it just depends on how she's going to react to the whole thing when she finds everything out. Also, it's going to be hard for her to hear, just like it was for Laurel, because she was really struggling in this episode when she found the news. But I felt like in this episode that happened a couple times with a few of the characters, like, where someone's always left out. Mm -hmm. Like, Mads was left out of a plan later in the episode that we're going to talk about, and she was really upset. It's like, whenever you leave someone out, they're going to get angry once they find out. Mm -hmm. Um, So the, the person that actually helped Laurel come to terms with this most was Ethan, which was just very weird to me it that was he weird was the that one they hung out. Yeah, <laughs> just the two of them. Yeah, um, it. I mean, they had a heart to heart, which was very sweet. Um, and he convinces her to help out, 
but he says that he won't because he's done with Emma. He's over her. He doesn't want to help her anymore. And we know that he's not really done with her. Because <laughs> he's still in love with her, secretly. Yeah. Um, is it weird that Laurel took solace in Ethan? I thought it was. I was kind of like, why would she go to him of all people? But it makes sense because he has been through it with both of them. <laughs> and he was one of the few that knew. Like when Emma told Laurel, um, I've told Mads, I've told Ethan, and I've told Thayer. Yeah, so she wouldn't she go only to Mads. three options. I mean, she could go to Mads. That's she and true. Mads are very close. And she did later in the episode at the least opportune time. But. I, yeah, I was wondering why was she surprised. didn't originally go to Mads. Maybe, Maybe because of their boy drama that's going on? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think she doesn't want to talk to Mads and stir up the love triangle with that anymore. So maybe she picked Ethan because she was like, oh, he must know the most out of all of them. I thought it was weird, though, too, that she picked him to talk to. But it worked out for the best. Yeah. And... And their their plan went their into plan action. Went into action. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is something I just thought was hilarious. It happened twice in the episode. So um, in this situation, it was Thayer, Emma, and Laurel all in the clubhouse room, and they're talking about how how Laurel's going to help him out, and then it looked like Ethan walked out of a closet or something. I couldn't really tell. It happened one other time in the episode. Yeah, it happened earlier in the episode when um, Laurel was in her room, and she was, you know, in her bed because she was still hurt. Sutton walks out of the room and Emma pops out of the closet. They just show up. I just it's like they're understand. hiding. There's no door in the closet. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. And maybe I just saw it wrong. I don't know. No, but... that definitely happened. I was picturing her like hide and seek in the clothes, hiding from yeah. her, but it was just I don't understand how she got in there and that always happens on this show though. Even when uh, Sutton did that speech at the country club. Ethan just, like, walks in randomly. Like, they always just pop up. Well, but he works that there, so that makes sense. more sense. Yeah, and it wasn't coming out of a place with no doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't understand that. Surprise. Um, so the, the plan is, uh, we find out, uh, they want to use... Sutton and Chris or er, and Rebecca's kryptonite, which is guys. Yes, <laughs> it's Ethan and it's Ted, and <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. They kidnap Sutton. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. I wasn't expecting them to kidnap her. How they did? Mm-hmm. They just kind of said it was like romantic. He picks her up, and there's this limo. Like, oh look, I'm such a good boyfriend. I got the flowers he wanted in this limo, and she gets in, and then he takes yeah. off, and it's there driving. Still kisses her. Yeah, like the cherry on top of the cake. How awful! Have like the Sutton feel after she gets in the limo. The door is slammed, and they took away her. her phone. I know, and everything, but. Sutton's a powerful woman, so she oh did gosh. not let that last. <laughs> I thought of um, Miss Congeniality when she hit Thayer, because, you know, the solar plex, whatever thing where uh, Miss Congeniality, yeah, sing, oh. um, where she just hits the guy. Uh, it's self defense. <laughs> Didn't she knee him in the ball? She yeah. Just, like, hit him really hard and then jumped in and drove off in a big limo. Mm-hmm. Um, impressed that she can drive a limo. Me too. I was thinking, like, I wouldn't know how to use that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, before she she escapes, Emma ends up 
arriving at the dance with Ethan, uncanny how similar they looked, um, Emma and Sutton. Like, how fast you had to throw together an identical outfit and you did it exactly. It's weird, too, because we're so used to watching it where it's the two twins, but when you think about it, it's one girl playing both yeah. and so she was doing both scenes and I, I was thinking like wow they look so much alike in this scene and they then didn't I was have like to change anything. I feel really stupid it's the same girl <laughs> <laughs> and they probably didn't even have her switch outfits they they the I don't think they thing. buy bought two outfits they just use the same one yeah there's no point <laughs> it it's great for their you know costume budget but I was getting confused I was like wait is that her or is it Emma or is it you know yeah. Um, so at the dance, Ethan and Emma get very close. He says that it's not going to be believable unless they're less because than a he centimeter likes her. Apart. Yeah, and it seemed like that might have ignited some more sparks between them. I think Emma still has feelings for him too, but doesn't want to because she realized that there there is a really good guy, and Which we saw at the end of the night. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, Ethan's gone back with Sutton, too. Like, she left for only a few days, and he got back with her really quickly. So I think she kind of is like, "Ah, I should be over him, but I can't help my feelings. Yeah. Um, So during this dance, uh, the whole goal was to get intel from Rebecca. Emma was going to pose as Sutton. And while Sutton was not there, and find out what the scheming was going on between Rebecca and Sutton. By confronting Rebecca. Yeah. And she's just about to do this. Rebecca walks out of the room, not knowing that Rebecca just got a text from Sutton that 911, I'm in the cafeteria, come find me. That's Rebecca, or that's Emma out there. Um, So Mads ends up confronting Emma awkward moment. Really awkward. I felt bad for Mads, though, because she wasn't with the guy that she wanted to go to the dance with. She didn't have a date. And then she's left out of the plan. So, of course, she's going to feel like crap afterwards. I felt really bad for her. She was more upset than Laura was. Mads was lied to for one night. Laura was lied to for months. (laughs) And Mads was a little bit dramatic. Mads is the drinker of the group. I know. Too. It's so, it's <laughs> Everything so is amplified with alcohol. <laughs> it is like none of the, the all the other characters. They just get really upset and storm off, and then she, you always see her with like a bottle of wine or something. Yeah. Well, that's Mads for you. Yeah. Um, and I thought that just backtracking a little bit, it was a very touching moment, a sweet moment when because um, we've known that Alec has known about Mads and Jordan getting together he's had suspicions all along and he was very fatherly in that moment where he consoled mads and was like you know is this a, over a guy you should still he go worded it the right yeah. way yeah it was sweet he was just better in this episode i still think he's creepy but yeah. he was way more <laughs> likable than usual he's he's definitely stepping up to the the plate in regards to his relationship with mads which is the exact opposite of his relationship with Thayer. Yeah. I don't know. Um, So back to the dance. Rebecca uh, escapes, and she's in the cafeteria with Sutton 
and Sutton tells her all about how they kidnapped her. Wait, that's the part I said I was confused about. Was I, that Emma or Sutton? I think it was Sutton because Emma finds out um, that Rebecca had nothing to do with killing Derek. Yeah, she 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 right? she realized everything. Um, sorry, we're getting jumbled. This was just like it was. What, it was kind very of like confusing this when watching yeah. it, though. Mm-hmm. It's hard to talk about it because it was so like this is happening, this is happening yeah. all at the same time. Yeah, I thought Emma went in and was pretending to be Sutton when she talked to her, and that's why she was like, "Oh, this is the plan" or something. Like she was just pretending. No, but. Okay, that makes Cause so that much Because uh, she said meet her in the cafeteria, so we knew that it was Sutton. But um, while this is all going on, because um, Rebecca even said, she's like, no, Emma had multiple chances to approach me, and she never did. I, I want to know why. And it was because um, Emma didn't approach Rebecca because she overheard, or I guess Ethan overheard Dan and Teresa talking about a $20,000 um, or a bag with $20,000 in it that was turned into the police station by Derek's mother. And it was It belonged Derek's. to Derek, yeah. So, Which is coincidentally mm-hmm. the same amount of money that is missing, missing from, Ted's, from account. Ted's bank account. Yes. So if you piece together the pieces of the puzzle, it looks as though Ted... Ted's the killer. Yeah, Ted is the killer. He was being blacked blackmailed by Derek um, because Derek must have known about the twins or, you know, something dangerous from his past. And so Ted was was um, giving him this blackmail money to shut him up. And then after a while, he got sick of paying him off. Just got rid of him. him. Yeah. It's so sad to think that, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know we are going to save this for predictions, but it's so hard with the show. I know. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty much 95% sure that Ted knows about the twins with that unraveled. And I think he knows what's going on with the whole twin secret. That's almost creepier than Alec, though. Like, Alec is one of those guys that you you have a bad feeling about him, and so you steer clear. And Ted is so nice. Exactly. If he's been like this for almost two entire seasons now, and he's been that good guy, it's always the serial killers that seem like normal people. They seem so normal. (laughs) He seems like such a nice guy. I've been, this whole time, I've been like, no, I want Ted and Kristen to stay together. They're so nice. They're a perfect family besides Sutton. And, you know, it's not like that at all, Mm -mm. it seems like. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, I guess but then it's where the same thing. Rebecca? It's the same thing as cheating. Like, if you can do it once, if you can kill someone once, what's stopping you from doing it again? Yeah. Or having done it in the past? I just... It's intense. It's crazy to Which think about. Which she's done yeah. both, probably. I know. <laughs> she and kill. And, I mean, there's still so many questions that we have to answer. Did we cover everything in tonight's episode? I think we got a lot of it. If we a didn't, uh, if and you're listening, please let us know in the comments box, and we will make sure to talk about all of those. I'm sure you guys have, you know, great insight to this episode too. So please let us know. Oh, I thought of something. Yeah. What did you think about and in, in the end when Mads and Ethan hung out together? Oh, and yeah. drank and had a conversation. I think that that might make a love. Octagon? Whatever shape that makes. <laughs> no. No. What is that? Yeah. They that they were very chummy. I thought they were going to hook up. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was leaning towards that. We know Mads, when she gets drunk, she kind of becomes a floozy. Um. And also, Ethan, he's, he doesn't really have 
Sutton or Emma right mm-hmm. now. And I don't think he wants to have either of them because it keeps getting more dramatic for yeah. him. But I, I could see him hooking up with one of their friends or something. I, I think that he... He will always want Emma. I think that will always be the person that he he genuinely wants to be with. I think that for the time being, Sutton was his second choice. And now that Mads might be in the equation, I think that, you know, she's she's definitely better than Sutton for him. Um, But since Mads feels betrayed by Emma, she would have no problem taking her her ex-boyfriend. And the thing, her and Jordan aren't working out either, so I think that's a possible hookup. Although, she just doesn't know that Jordan is really into her. Yeah, but it doesn't seem I like know. it, because he's going to dances with other girls. But that was part of mm-hmm. Rebecca's plan, and she kind of forced that on him. Yeah. And the last thing that um, almost forgot to mention, which is a huge part of this episode, even though it only was like 30 seconds long, um, at the very end of the episode, Thayer and Emma hook up, and is that it? It gets steamy. Yeah. (laughs) I think that... Hot, juicy hookup, and that's where they end. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see if Ethan and Mads have something, though. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. I don't know if I want that. They're both hot. <laughs> I, I guess but if, it's weird. If Thayer and Emma are truly happy and Emma doesn't have feelings for him, then I'm okay with with Madsen. But that's Ethan. the problem is we know that Ethan and Emma still both like each other and I they know. just don't want to because they're mad at each other. I know. I do hope that they end up together eventually. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> And it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, so most people will probably be listening on Valentine's Day. We just want all these couples to be happy. (laughs) Figure themselves (laughs) out. Figure out who they like. (laughs) Maybe they can all send uh, Valentine's Day cards to each other. You just buy a a couple dozen and hand them out to all the girls you're interested in. Perfect. Um, Yeah. Like middle school when you give them to everyone. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Pass them out. So... I think that does it for this episode. We covered all the main parts. Yes. Um, unfortunately, no news and gossip this week. It was a very light week. Um, yeah, there, there wasn't anything juicy enough to yeah. report on. Yeah. But let's jump right into predictions for the next episode. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. You are using an unregistered version of Soundboard. You are using... Um, so <laughs> very weird. We had some some extra sounds in there. Um, it's like aliens talking to us. <laughs> so predictions for next week. It looks like things are going to get very intense. Um, First prediction about Ted. Oh my! He's God. not quite as nice as we think he is. Yeah, he looks like he blows up. Yeah, I I think he's the murderer right now. Yeah. And we see the the pot calling the kettle black. He's like, you cheated on me. You kissed my wife. Like, all that drama. So stupid. Uh, You had sex with another woman while you were married to Kristen and had babies with that person. Two babies that are a crazy secret that's stirring up everything. And you probably killed a guy. So, Mm -hmm. sketchy. Yeah. I hope that we find out Jordan's secret next episode. I unfortunately don't think it's going to happen for another couple episodes. I could see them doing that as the final episode of the season, like unraveling something really juicy and then just like leaving you hanging where you're like, 
I want to know what's going to happen, and I, you have to wait till next season. Oh my gosh, they always um, do that. Yeah, and um, also we want to find out when Ted knew about the twins. How long has he known? Has he known forever? For you know, seventeen years, or is this something that he found out a year ago? How did Alec find out? We'll probably find out in the next few episodes, at least for some of those other characters Mm -hmm. when they found out. And then I want to know more backstory to Kristen and Alec. And I want to know more about Rebecca's plotting, like her full game plan and why. Yeah. I think if if Ted is a bad guy, he might hook up with Rebecca again, too. I think so. Looks like they 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 were reminiscing. Yeah. Another pretty little high school reunion (laughs) for those two. Okay. Shall we wrap up? I'm Danica Kennedy, and you can find me on Twitter at Danica Kennedy and DanicaKennedy.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can follow everyone here at AfterBuzz on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. So until next week, thanks for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.